Yet another weird weekday game for UMass, and this one is no small task. Number seven, BU. UMass is going on the road to play them, and we get you guys ready for all the action. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 66 of High Character. We got another weekday game coming up. The schedule has been funky lately, but a pretty big one. It's in Boston against BU at Aganis Arena, um, and we are here for the game preview for you guys. My name is Cameron, and I am joined by my good buddy, Evan. Evan, how's it going, man? It's going all right. Another another midweek game, a little weird, but uh, yeah, I... uh... I don't know how to best put this, like how to put this eloquently. It's it's going to be a tough game, mm. I think. I mean, I, I feel like every time that I've felt confident in the team and I think that we're going to just completely decimate the opponent, we have come up short, <laughs> I think, both times this season where I'm feeling really confident. So maybe if I go into this episode feeling extremely pessimistic, we might come out with a W tomorrow. So I'm hoping we can I can reverse psychology it a little bit and Maybe I can give the boys a little bit of an, uh, a much-needed boost ahead of this game. Yeah, and uh, BU seemingly the the best team, kind of emerged as the best team in Hockey East this year. They come in ranked number seventh nationally. They're number eight in the pairwise. The record's 13-6-0. and um, They're looking pretty impressive. The, everybody on their schedule, uh, it seems like they've beat who they should beat. There were there are a couple of blips on their schedule. I noticed they lost nine to two to Michigan really early this year, um, and they came back and beat them the next day three to two. Um, and then they have that that one loss against BC nine to six that was on Jerry York night. So a couple little blips on the schedule, but overall really really solid season from BU. Yeah, I mean realistically, I think the biggest blip is probably against Northeastern. They lost two nothing. They got shut out by Northeastern. Um, that's probably the biggest one. I feel like most of their losses are against really, really solid teams. Um, so you really can't blame them there. I mean, BU's nice. We kind of expected that, I think, in our season preview for like all of hockey East. I think both like the coaches and the, you know, the journalists and all that, like everybody was kind of putting them like third or fourth in hockey East. And that was with Northeastern and UMass kind of being more of the more of the favorites at one and two. Obviously, both of those teams have I don't want to say been disappointments, but they have not lived up to those lofty expectations. So I think BU kind of slid themselves into that spot. So it's not a shock that they're really up there and kind of doing their thing because everybody expected them to be good, but they expected other teams to be slightly better. And those teams just simply haven't this season. Yeah. And one of the teams uh, expected to be good was UMass and at least in conference play, they, they really haven't been um, luckily still ranked in the national polls this week. They're number 19. So um, just one more spot, and then they'll be falling out of those rankings. Uh, number 22 in the pairwise, and their record is 9-8-3. and three. Um, And it's been a season of up and downs. Uh, started really good, got pretty bad at one point, got a little bit better, and now it's on that downward trend again, it seems like, as we, as we get into some more um, high-quality Hockey East opponents. So pretty weird season for UMass so far. We were at the game, um, the Frozen-Fenway game, and I kind of came to a point um, – or I'm not going to let it get me down too much. I, I, we came into this year thinking it'd be a rebuilding or uh, regrouping type year, kind of turning into that. Um, there's obviously been some pre- pleasant surprises early in the season, but um, expectations 
were this at the beginning of the season. So um, kind of take what we get at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, I mean, just to touch upon the rest of the schedule for this season, we're hitting a rough spot again. The, this, this set of hockey's opponents over the next roughly month or so is quite frankly going to be hell. I mean, besides the UNH game next Sunday or this coming Sunday, we're playing guys that are teams that are basically, you know, top 16 of the nation or better. You know, we're basically playing almost everybody in the upper half of the hockey standings right now, which quite frankly is not going to bode well for us. I don't think just knowing our recent results and knowing the, the form of the other teams going forward. But after that, we're playing teams like Vermont and Maine, you know what I mean? So we kind of play the lower half. So I think the rest of the season is just going to be kind of a tale of two halves. I'm really hoping we can, you know, sneak a couple of points by these, these next couple of teams that we play. And, you know, we beat who we need to beat in the second half of the season. And who knows, we might be able to, you know, scrounge up something from, you know, the rest of our hockey's play. I think, you know, obviously we're going to take a game by game and, you know, we're going to give you the episodes for every game and you'll know our thoughts, but yeah, I definitely think that um, there's still potential, you know, I don't think it's a lost cause, but I definitely agree with you in the sense that, you know, I don't want to chalk the season up already because it's, it's far from over, but I think, you know, my expectations going forward are going to be a bit more realistic <laughs> because, you know, we, we know what team that we have this season. We're far enough in to kind of understand what's going on with the team now. Yeah, I think we have to temper our expectations a little bit. Obviously, they've been so high over the past five or six years with Coach Carvel at the helm. Um, yeah, this this team is it's regrouping. It's really young. Um, I think at this point, it's pretty pretty much chalked up that the only way to make the NCAA tournament is going to be winning that Hockey East tournament at the end of the year. So um, I think this team definitely has a potential for a run like that, but um, just not the the type of automatic um, bid uh, into the NCAA tournament that we've come to expect the last couple of years. And that's the good thing about kind of the, the second half of the season. Like I said, you know, I mean, if, you know, assuming we don't go on an undefeated run over these next 12 or so games and we just, you know, manage to land ourselves in like, you know, fourth place pair wise, you know, I'm not even sure if that's mathematically possible at this point. I have no clue, but point being from February 10th onward, we played Vermont twice, BC twice, Northeastern twice and Maine twice. We, we can get a, a fair amount of points in those games if we play the way that we need to play. And I think, you know, if we get a couple of wins and we string together, you know, if we end the season on two wins against Maine and then we have some good results against Northeastern and BC, we, we're going to have good momentum going into the hockey's playoffs. And I think, you know, we, it's all about playing Boston and Marks. You know, we always used to talk about that, especially when we were students. That was kind of the whole tagline for the hockey's playoffs. And that, that really is what it's all about. Carby said at the beginning of the season, he wants to play his best hockey, you know, toward, towards the playoffs. So if he can, you know, get the boys focused by then, it's, it's anybody's game. You know what I mean? Anything can happen. So I'm not going to completely lose faith, but as it stands right now, things are a bit dicey. Yeah, and uh, it'll be no small task in this game against BU. Um, we take a look at their, uh, their score sheet. They have one guy, Matt Brown, really leading the way. Uh, he has 25 points off nine goals and 16 assists. Um, and they have a couple guys that are pretty high up there in points. This team just scores a lot of goals, which is one thing to look out for going into this game. Yeah, Matt Brown, I think he's a transfer from Lowell. He's kind of filthy. <laughs> like there, there's no way about, around it. You know, he's, he's over a point per game this season. They have two really, really solid, I guess, offensively-minded defensemen in uh, Lane Hudson and Dominic Sensore. They're both uh, roughly point per game. 
I mean, most of their team is a plus on the season. That's going to happen when you're, you know, you're winning 13 games and only losing six, you know, that's just naturally going to occur. So yeah, they're really, really solid at, uh, at getting points, you know, as we can see in their top three guys, they're just really, really good. Yeah. And not much has changed on the UMass front. Kenny Connors, even after missing all that time from world juniors is still the point leader He has 18 points off seven goals and 11 assists. Couple guys pretty close behind him: Morrow, Lebster, Ufko, um, even Tyson Dick working his way up into there. So um, you guys kind of know the story. Not much has changed on the UMass side. Yeah, it's kind of the usual suspects. I mean, our top six guys all have double-digit points, and then you know, not a whole lot happening from there. I mean, we have a, a good chunk of guys on nine and eight points, so pretty pretty balanced scoring, I'd like to think. But yeah, we really just we need to have somebody just like step it up because like. That Matt Brown guy, he's a decent clip over point per game. You know what I mean? We have guys that are just kind of treading around point per game. So, I mean, really, there's only one guy that's over point per game, and that's Kenny Connors. So, really, just got to step it up, and we got to find somebody that's just willing to take over games, and we just don't have that yet, which is a little unfortunate. Yeah, and uh, you you mentioned taking over a game. We can move to the goalies now. The BU goalies don't really do that for as good a team they are this year. Um, Both their goaltending options aren't fantastic. They have Drew Camesso, who started the majority of games. Uh, in 13 games, he has 2.63 goals per game and a 9-10 save percentage. And they also have Vinny Duplessis. Uh, he has six games started, uh, 2.48 goals per game with a 9.08 save percentage. So um, not knocking your socks off with those stats, uh, but BC, BU scores enough to, to keep it all right. Yeah, both of their goalies are having a mid-off, as the as the cool kids are saying nowadays. Um, I like the pronunciation on uh, Duplessis' last name. That was, that was a nice little touch there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, their stats kind of speak for themselves. They're not winning games by themselves. They're not stealing games for their team for the most part. You, you know, they're BU's going to get their goals. They're always going to be a skillful, really, really solid offensive team. So I'm not expecting the world out of their goalies, whichever one ends up playing. I genuinely have no clue who they rock with for tomorrow's game, but uh, we'll definitely see. And we're hoping we can put enough by him to, to outweigh their scoring that, you know, they're going to get their goals one way or another. So let's just hope we can outscore them. Yeah, for sure. And on the UMass side, it's, it's going to be Luke Pavisic. Uh, his numbers actually look really good for the amount of shots that uh, UMass's defense lets yeah. off on him. In 15 games started, he uh, has 2.35 goals per game and a 9.30 save percentage. So um, this this late in the season, really solid stuff out of Papasic. He's super good. I mean, that was kind of one thing that I've noticed recently is that it's not even like he's getting peppered with like low quality shots. A lot of shots are coming from like the mid slot where they're just uncontested and he's just facing the shooter one-on-one. And his glove side has been really, really solid, you know, like with the kind of with the exception of that that first goal against BC on the first shot, I mean, that's a cutter Goche freaking nip, you know, glove side. There's really not a whole lot you can do. But, yeah, for the most part, Pav's been really, really, really good. So definitely hoping he can keep that up. You know, his stats are kind of speak for themselves. But even within the context of how the team plays, he's basically standing on his head for the most part. He's doing his job. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as we kind of round up previewing this game, I, I just got to say, I'm pretty nervous about this one. Um, this will be UMass and BU's third matchup this season. And in the previous two, uh, BU outscored UMass 12 to three. So uh, really hoping uh, it's not more of the same. I, I have a couple stats that scare me even more. Uh, oh God. BU 
3.8 goals per game this year, which is very high. Um, in 36.1 shots per game, which is also very high. And uh, UMass has been giving up a lot of shots this year. Like we, we've talked about it in a lot of the past episodes, they give up 35 per game. Um, and another, another stat, they UMass has taken 566 shots this season. Um, and they've had 698 taken against them. So all of this is uh, adding up to, um, make me think that BU is definitely going to have 40 plus shots tomorrow, which, which is pretty scary. Yeah. I mean, Pav's going to have his work cut out for him. If frankly, we want to scrape by with points from this game. I mean, I have, I have two coworkers coming into this game with us. So I'm hoping that this is not going to be their first and only introduction to UMass hockey because they know how I feel about it. So it's going to be, it's going to be a tough look if we uh, get beat pretty badly. I'm not saying that I'm predicting that, but it's definitely within the realm of possibility. So We'll see how it shakes out. I mean, I don't know if we want to do like a quick little like keys to the game. I mean, you kind of, I feel like you kind of mentioned enough points to kind of give your side of the story, but I guess for mine, I mean, we just, I don't know. I think, I think it's going to be a matter of taking more shots on net. You know, like we, we have been kind of fighting for those really, really high quality chances as of late. I, I don't think their, their goaltending is good enough right now to, you know, really have to try and get those high quality looks. I think, we haven't really gotten a whole offensive, a whole lot of offensive puck luck recently. I think we just got to start throwing stuff towards net. You know, like even if it takes a weird bounce off the backboard and pokes out in front, we're going to get a, a, a bounce our way at some point. I feel like, you know, we just, I don't know, the goal scoring has been just a little lacking at times. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we got, we got two goals last game, but we just can never really find that mysterious third goal that seems to kind of lock things in for us. So it's it's been tough I'm just really hoping that we we just got to play I think more gritty at this point I feel like playing the whole high skill hockey type thing can kind of get lost on us at times and we just got to start throwing the puck into danger areas and just I I would rather have a goal where we can just sit there and say how the hell did that go in but as long as we're able to sell and know that the puck actually went in I could not care less about how that puck goes in you know it's it's going to be a, a, a fine line. I think that the coaching staff's going to have to do to, you know, play realistically against a very, very good team. You know, like I'm not trying to discount our skill, but I think as it stands right now, from what I've seen at this point in the season, we have two lines that can score. You know what I mean? The other two lines are, are meant to bring energy and to kind of, you know, rest our guys and wear down the other team until the other guys can go in and score. We, it's it's simple. We don't have the depth scoring right now. You know, our bottom two lines just aren't there. So we need those energy lines to bring the damn energy. You know what I mean? So we can, you know, I'm hoping that we can just absolutely dominate in the third period because at this point, we're not going to outskill BU. We're going to have to outwork them. So I'm hoping that we see that come tomorrow night. Yeah, for sure. And uh, definitely need that because I, I think it's probably going to take at least four goals to get a win in this game, which is a pretty tall task, but um, if there's if there's one reason to be optimistic, BU um, their goalies aren't fantastic, and they've had two games this year where they've given up nine goals. I mean, one of them was to unranked BC, so um, they do have the ability to give up a lot of goals. Let's hope it's one of those nights on Wednesday, and uh, th- that might be a little little source for optimism there for UMass fans. Hundred percent. All right. I th- think that is everything that we wanted to say oh i had one prediction i was looking through the stats um owen murray kennedy o'connor neither of them have a point this season one of them is going to get a point on wednesday 
Okay, I like that. I like that. I feel like happen. I feel like O'Connor's been like improving over the course of the season. He he's grown on me a little bit. If, if I'm speaking candidly here, wasn't very impressed with him at the beginning of the season, but he's been he's been improving over the course. So I'm I I feel like if there's one of the two that I'm going to agree with at this moment, I'm going to say it's 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 O'Connor. I think he's due for one. Might not be anything sexy. It might just be a simple, you know, point to point pass. It might be a secondary assist, but yeah, I, I like the idea that he's due for one. That'll be a good one. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's everything we had. We're both going to be at the game at BU on Wednesday. So uh, if you're in the building, look around, say hi to us for sure. Um, and besides that, go UMass. Go UMass. Take care, everybody. And let's try and start a run here against some really good opponents coming forward. Mm-hmm.